This is Maureen Kafkis, the Brain BS Coach, here to tell you about the episode today. In this episode of the Holiday Series, I speak with relationship coach Rebecca Cantwell, who is a coach who pulled herself out of poverty on more than one occasion. She did that by learning how to manage her mind and create abundance first with love, and then the money followed. Episode 118 of the Brain BS Podcast, Creating Prosperity Requires Love, Not Money. Do you want more out of your life, but not exactly sure what that might be? Are you longing for something, but can't quite put your finger on what it is? That is the universe speaking to you, and it is time to listen up. I'm your host, Maureen Kafkis, the Brain BS Coach. I created the Brain BS Podcast to help people define what success means to them and show them how to get it. I help you to let go of fear and doubt and prepare your nervous system for success. I show you how to understand your own energy and to trust yourself to make all the decisions. If you are ready to go inward and stop looking outside yourself for all the answers, this is the podcast for you. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. I have a guest here today that I found in Facebook land. She's in a coaching group with me and I reached out because I wanted someone to talk about the struggles with not having what we perceive to be enough money at the holidays and all the things that go along with that. I kind of looked up her page and I found information on there. I found a 10 days of giving challenge that I thought was really cool that we'll talk about a little bit today, but it made me think about how I wanted to sort of touch on the compare and despair that people have around the holidays, the guilt, the hopelessness when they don't have enough money and try to find a way that we could promote some joy and generosity of spirit and goodwill, even though the bank account is low and sometimes it's non-existent. So I no more um, talking. I'm gonna introduce our guest, Rebecca Cantwell. Rebecca, why don't you tell the audience what you want them to know about you? Yeah, so first of all, thank you so much for having me here on the podcast. It's so fun to meet you and get to spend time with you. And yeah, so a little bit about me and my background. Um, so I grew up in poverty, single parent home, was supporting myself at 16 pulled myself out of that, went to college, got a degree. So I thought, yes, you know, I'm making it. I'm turning this around. Fast forward to getting married. We have a step family. We end up with six kids at the time. And my husband needed to transition out of his 16-year career um, for different reasons. And so we have this little baby. We have two kids with special needs out of the, we have now seven kids. Um, so we have two with special needs and he loses his job when baby number six, who has a very rare heart condition is eight months old. And that kind of the combination of a lot of themes threw us into poverty. And we were both kind of just blown away by the themes that transpired. And so um, Christmas time became a very difficult theme for many years for us. And so um, I just want the readers to know that I'm what I have to offer. I've personally experienced. So I know how difficult it is to have a positive mindset and to, you know, look for those things that for joy and hope and generosity when your financial situation is obsolete, right? And when 
there might not be evidence of abundance or things like that when you're just scraping by and like in my situation we were in abject poverty so we relied on other people for even the basics of food clothing and shelter and um in spite all of our efforts <laughs> so you know I just right, know well, let me just I think it's important to point out that there's a lot of people that are could be in that same situation Absolutely very easily except for the grace of god right, right and different absolutely. one little thing can set people off and set them on right. a journey that they are not expecting and end up in the same place that you did right. so i well first of all i thank you for sharing it and normalizing it right for other people it's not just people who are doing drugs and drinking and don't right. care about having a home because they're vagabonds you know they're those and those people have their own set of issues and they deserve empathy and compassion Absolutely. too yeah but we do yeah. want to normalize that this can happen to families as well and i thought maybe you could touch well first i just want to point out it's just a little thing but we have listeners not readers but i know you have a blog that you're starting so you're probably thinking reading right, right. yeah you were saying for the readers that are Right, for the listeners. Right? <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm just pointing out that um, she does have a blog coming and we will put that in the show notes. But why don't you talk a little bit about, because I think it's interesting because we know that thoughts create results, right? right. They create feelings, lead to actions and gives us our results. So right. it's interesting that throughout your lifetime, you grew up with poverty right. and you got out of it and you ended up back at it. Right. So can you share a little bit of the the uh, mindset or the things that have come up for you around this and, and becoming more aware of this whole process? Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, the biggest thing looking back was I really needed to separate and work on two things, mindset and skill set, right? So there's a mindset around money and having and not having, and then there's also a skill set. Right. And so I think both are very important to learn about and focus on. But if you don't have the right mindset, you can have all the skill set in the world and it doesn't turn out very well. Whereas oppositely, I didn't have a great skill set with money, but because I did a few things to support my mindset, then I learned that skill set and I was able to then shift my money situation. Does that make sense? So I think sometimes yeah. in a really rough situation and you know especially around the holidays especially if we have children and we're just not able we're comparing and we're not able to provide maybe the things that we want for our loved ones or for our children right it's really important to focus on that mindset piece and the mindset piece will help develop that skill set but just separating the two I think for me was a big a big thing to do. Like I was like, oh, okay, I need to focus on my mindset as I develop my skill set. But without that mindset piece, I could have all the skills in the world and I would still be in hopelessness and despair. And, you know, yeah, well, it's kind of interesting you say that though, because I'm also thinking that there was, there was something in your mindset mm -hmm. that inspired you to develop the skills. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Cause you have yep. to actually believe that it's possible that you're capable of being able to do something and have that ability to even want to go down the road of trying to learn a skill set. I think a lot of people just don't yeah. even think it's possible. So they stay in that. But let's yeah. so so why don't you tell us a little bit about because we talked about this, how the guilt that comes with mm -hmm. being a parent 
who can't take care of their child the way they want to, um, probably um, all year round, I'm sure, but it's, especially it becomes more obvious at the holidays. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think the first mindset shift for me that really helped was, you know, what what feeling did I want to give my children at this time of year versus what external thing did I want to give my children this time of year, right? Because with financial struggle comes stress, right? And so being stressed every day, how am I going to make ends meet? How am I going to provide? How am I going to provide? And then boom, the holidays come and you're still maybe in that situation and that can compound the stress, right? So the first thing is just as a parent, just take a deep breath and just really focus on the feeling rather than the external things. That was the biggest gift I gave myself was just to let go of all the expectations, let go of all the, the shoulds, just drop all of it and say, okay, I, here I am, I'm here, right? It's two weeks before Christmas or whatever, I'm, I'm here. So that's okay that I'm here. And how can I create an environment? Like what kind of feeling do I want my children to have at Christmas? And that was the first thing that really helped me just open my mind up to a different perspective and really set that. Can you give us a couple examples of how you did that? Yeah. So obviously like the biggest thing was I wanted my children to feel loved. I wanted my children to learn how to be givers and I wanted my children to have joy and fun. Right. So those are the feelings that I wanted my children to have at Christmas. So I thought, well, gosh, how do we, have joy and fun, right? There are so many things you do for free. <laughs> There's so many things you can do for free. We got paper and, you know, learned a new craft. Everybody has paper, right? It doesn't matter what kind of paper, lined paper, any kind of thing. We wrote letters to grandparents, you know, and we even just had them read them to them. At one time we couldn't afford stamps. <laughs> That's how poor we were. So just being creative, you know, like, can you just have the child call grandma and grandpa if you can't mail it and have them read the letter to them, right? Just how do we want to, what are we going to do in order to create that feeling in our home? And so um, that was really the first thing that shifted for me because then I carried that mindset through the rest of the year after that Christmas, right? So focus on the feeling that you want to have in your home. Um, obviously, when there's financial stress, sometimes you know, marital relationships can struggle, there can be more contention. So if I was focusing on the feeling of Christmas of joy and fun and love, then I really made an effort to like focus on that in my marital relationship too, so that I could bring that spirit of love into our home. So I decided I, I love that I just, with my I husband just, about money. <laughs> yes, I just love that. And I want to make sure that we like really highlight that. Because I think it's really interesting um, when it comes to families, you know, we taught, we learn a lot in coaching about thought work and mindsets, mm -hmm. but I love the idea of starting with the emotion that you want to create in yeah. the family um, because that's safety too, right? The emotional yeah. safety and them, them feeling like they're being taken care of. And right. that if you get that theme and you make that like the primary focus, then your behavior it's kind of like doing the model backwards. Your behavior yeah. like ends up, you choose your behaviors based on how you want them to feel. And it's not a matter of whether your ego wants you to point out to your husband that you're right about something or he shouldn't have spent something or like, because none of that is going to create that feeling 
Right. And it's not something that's going to help anybody in the family. Right, exactly. And it kind of, again, just like resets your mind toward solutions and creativity and, you know, all those things that we want. I think without, when we have money, it's like, oh, we're getting that present to give that person joy, right? And so when we don't have money, we have to be a little bit more creative. How can we still create that joy without the financial part of it? So you have to be a little bit more open, a little bit more creative. But that was the first thing that I did was just, what do I want my children to feel? What kind of, what do I want my family to feel? What do I want the relationships? Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm thinking about compare and despair here now, because I know that's like such a hard thing, but it's like at the Brain BS podcast, we know that Eckhart Tolle is a big part of what we do. And that is accepting reality. So we have to meet ourselves where we are. Yeah. We have to accept that we don't have money in that situation, right. no matter how you got there, judging ourselves for how we got to that point or blaming it on other people is not going to, it's just going to increase the suffering, right? You have the clean pain of having to deal with not having money. And then you could get a lot, a lot of dirty pain around it and shame because of the judgments that you're making about it. But as hard as it is to believe everything's always happening for us and not to us. And before we came on the podcast, we were talking a little bit because I've, my new thing that I've discovered this past year and doing a lot, a lot of work on relationships mm -hmm. is that abundance comes in a lot of different ways. And abundance doesn't actually start with your pocketbook. It right. actually starts with your heart right? and how you love the people in your life. So I love this um, idea of you being a relationship coach yeah and that you understand that abundance is also like you there's so many different kinds of abundance and yeah. so many different ways to define success other than how much money you have in your pocket and how many gifts you give your kids absolutely 100 and actually shifting that perspective has totally shifted my whole life I can afford a lot of things for my children today but I learned so much from that lesson that I'm very intentional now <laughs> And I still focus today on what feeling do I want my children to have and what feeling do I want to offer them and about experiences and connection. It just means so much more to me than a thing, than an object, right? Or something that money can buy. Like I have a great relationship with my children because of poverty. <laughs> Sounds crazy, but I do. It made me focus on connecting with them on a deeper level than I ever would have before. So I love how you said, you know, everything is happening for us, not to us. I just think, of course, I didn't want to be in that situation, right? However, and really looking at it, like you said, just be there, be present, embrace the now, and then what can you do with it, right? One of the biggest things that I learned from that is also just the choice to be a giver, because when we are in poverty, like that despair cycle and that shame cycle, we can start to feel like we're less than, right? Well, our mm. bank account has this amount of dollars. We start to attach subconsciously our worth and our value as a human to money. And so I really had to detach that. Like, it doesn't matter what the numbers are in my bank account or anything. I'm 100% worthy and valuable as a human, just as I am. And I have something to offer the world 
even if it's not financial right now, right? Like Yes, and that's even more powerful than financial, but people just don't realize yeah. it. Oh, it's so powerful. Yeah. Right? So, and that's yeah. how you, that's prosperity, okay? So prosperity yeah. is abundance with love and, and relationships and wealth is an accumulation of finances. It's always right. going to be prosperity right. that's going to create more for you. And it's also like the law of reciprocity. I always have a hard time saying that word is it's give and take. So you yes. can't, and what happens a lot of time is when people don't have money, and this is totally understandable, and I've yeah. been there, is right. you just are so scared and you're so stressed yeah. and so anxious that all you're thinking about is yourself yeah. and trying to get your needs met and your family's needs met, you know? But if you're able to get to that place and have resources like you, yeah, then you can make that shift and you can start to look at it a little differently and realizing mm -hmm. that, you know, being kind to a person like your, I have your, yeah. your challenge list here for giving, being kind to someone, share a song with someone that you, you know, a song that you love with someone and tell them why, um, yeah. do something nice for your mail carrier. I give him candy every year or yeah. works like a dog. Um, there's so many different ways to express abundance and to put it out yeah. there. And then it will come back to you in ways that you can never even imagine. Yes, 100%. Actually, I chose to be a giver when I was in the poorest state. And it was fun because it really challenged me to look outside of myself and to step into, like you said, that, that flow of give and receive right? It's like, I decided, okay, how can I be a giver at the grocery store? Well, I took my cart all the way back into the store when I could, or I made sure that it was, you know, back in the little cart thing, not just like random, random place in the parking lot, right? Or even just giving eye contact to somebody it was really powerful for me when I made that choice. Um, I was walking into Walmart, you know how they have those adorable greeters at Walmart, mm -hmm. especially in the holidays, there was an older woman who was there. And I had my little wiggly kids with me and we were going into the store to get groceries, right? We just got our food stamps. So again, that despair moment, but where I paused and I was like, oh, how can I be a giver? And I just thought I could just really look at her and say hello, right? It takes two seconds. So I said, hello, how are you doing? And I just paused, right? I didn't like say it and rush by. And, I, and she goes, wow, I've been here for four hours and you're the first person who actually acknowledged me and looked at me. And wow. I was like, wow. And she literally got teary eyed. So I just think when we step into that flow of being a giver, right, we don't have to have finances to really change somebody's life. Like we can literally just connect and just be in that abundance and just be in that. Like we have something to offer, even if it's just a simple hello, that can be very powerful for people. And so, yeah, I just think that, you know, these little tiny things actually make the big difference. These little right, Because things. it's day-to-day -day life, right? Yeah. Like absolutely. how you behave on a daily basis is what really creates your life. It's not the big yeah. moments. Right. Or the big milestones. It's day in and day out. Every person that you come across throughout right. the day and how you treat your spouse and right. your family members. I mean, I the first admit after doing this work and going deep, I can be nicer to strangers than I am to my own family. I can yes. have more generosity for them than my family, because in right. my family, I'm looking out for myself. 
right. for my needs, protecting them. Cause that comes from like, you know, from the conditioning that we get when we're right. younger. Right. But I love everything that you shared. I think it's great. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what, how you, how you work with people and what you do? Sure. Yeah. So um, I'm a relationship coach. So I work with men, women, and couples to help them get out of survival in their relationships, whether that's with themselves or partner, spouse, kids, work. Um, I feel like everything in life comes down to relationship. And when we are thriving in our relationships, we end up thriving in life. So I really, I work one-on-one -on -one with people right now and um, just get that private connection and help them to create healthy, thriving, connected relationships in their life. Because I know personally, like, you know, kids with disabilities, poverty, my husband and I are different faiths. Um, I'm a stepmom. So all these themes, right? Like I've overcome so much and I just want to share that prosperity and that abundance and that those solutions with other people to help them create amazing relationships. I, my husband and I have overcome so many things in our relationship and with ourselves, our kids, like I said, so many ways. And so I'm really passionate about helping other people do that as well, that there is no such thing as being limited because of your circumstance. You can have the amazing relationships and connection that you want, regardless of what your external circumstance may be. And I, I love sharing the how-tos with people and helping them have that for themselves. So yeah. Do you do I mean. free consults? I do. Yeah. So if, uh, mm -hmm. my website, you can do an hour free consult. So no pressure. I just talk to you and find out what you are looking for. And then you get to decide whether I'm a good fit and whether we match and then we take it from there. So yeah, it's one mm -hmm. hour free consult to kind of assess what the needs are and how I can help people. Okay. And then you can send me the link to put into the show notes for the PDF that you're going to come up with for MindShift. Yes. Um, yes have MindShift that people can have. And send me the link too for the 10 days of giving challenge. Oh, gotcha. That I actually didn't create that particular picture. I shared it, but. Oh, that's um, okay. Cause I just shared it too. Share so it. I have the link. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like, I didn't create that, but I loved it because it resonated with everything I've already done. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, I love yeah. it. I love this. It's like prosperity over wealth. Yes. That's what it's absolutely. all about. It's abundance. There's so many more ways to create abundance than money. Yeah. And that is definitely a big lesson that I've learned. So thank you so much for being thank here. You. Thank you for awesome. having me. I yeah. appreciate and it. Audience, I know you learned something valuable here today. See you next episode. Thanks for being here and learning about Brain BS. I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. If you did, please take a little time to do a quick review, give me five stars, and share it with everyone you know. If you're actually interested in being on the podcast yourself or have questions about it, you can find me in the Brain BS podcast community on Facebook. See you next time.